All systems are go. Roger. Control room, we are live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The time has come. Destination. Distraction point. Distraction point. And now, here are your hosts, Al the Producer and DK. You guessed it, people. You guessed it. You guessed it. Al the Producer here. My co-host. It's a great day. It's a great day, DK. It's a great you got, day. You got producer A with DK on a very, very great day. A and DK making it okay. Ove. Oive. Oive. Sorry. So, kids, we got a great show, Al. Who do we know? Tell well, me. I, I have two things for you. We, we we do have the return of a real to real. Oh yes, the real to real. Real to real. That would be a thrill. Real to real. We uh we usually do movies, but tonight we're gonna analyze a couple of television shows. Yes, yes. Well, Actually, one television show. One television show divided into amongst a million things. Yes, right. It's glorious. (laughs) It's wonderful. Wonderful. And we also, of course, have Al Reads the News. We are going back to the very beginning of Bowling Alley Karaoke. For those of you that missed it along the way, Episode one of Bowling Alley Karaoke. We do have our friends at uh, Cave Crew Radio who supplied us with a clip tonight. And we do have Believe It or What? Believe It or What? Or What? But before we go, you and I were talking about a couple of different things. Mm -hmm. Um. I'll go first. Uh, yes. My son, 14 years old, uh, those yes. of you that don't know uh, that much about us, he's doing a project of uh, somewhere else in the world you would like to live um, other than where you are. And and where I live, ladies and gentlemen, is in Ontario, Canada. And if you don't know much about geography or science or, you know, the birds and the bees and the laughs in the trees, uh, it gets cold here. So they left it to me, Al. They left it to me. And they said, where would you like to live? And I said, Phoenix, Arizona. And so the wife and the kid right now are doing all kinds of research on uh, on Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, the crime rate's a little higher. They do have hockey. For those of you that know us, we love our hockey. Um, but you had some interesting facts as well, Al. 
Yeah, about 99% of all the dangerous insects, reptiles in the United States reside in Arizona. All right, so I just got to make sure I have my bug spray and wear my off. And don't forget snake repellent. Snake repellent. Yes, because those snakes are deadly there. Ricky Tiki Ta. Ricky Tiki Ta. Ricky Tiki Ta. Do you remember that show? Oh my God. You you just brought that back. Do you remember that? Al, you're going to talk about a show in a little while that was from 1965. And though I was not alive to see a debut, I actually remember it. What the Ricky Ticky Taffy? No, the well, I do remember Ricky Ticky Ta, the the the, uh, the 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 comic or whatever it was, the well, it was the, the mongoose, show. the mongoose versus the, mongoose the uh, cobra. Right, and do you know the the person that did it wrote a book called the Jungle Book? It was Rudlin Kitlins. Was that the same? Really? Yes, it was. It was. It, believe it or not, I think it was part of the Jungle Book. Because the Jungle Book was different stories. That's interesting. Yes, it is. Now, did you know, though, in fact, the mongoose is immune to the cobra's venom? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, that I did know. Surprise! Yeah, I'm uh, smart. Well, of course you're smart, Al. No, no one ever questioned you were smart. We just questioned your uh, uh, judgment on uh, everyday things. But oh. you also uh, are laying out a challenge uh, to the distraction point, people. Uh, tell us what's going on. All right, people. My challenge is, is to lose about, mm, I would say, 70 pounds. Until uh, August August twelfth, which would I don't know if distraction point is going to be on, uh, because we do go on vacation and we do need to make more distraction points. We'll make so, sure we're on. Okay, August twelfth is my cutoff date. That's twelve about twelve weeks from now. I want to be down seventy pounds. Now, what are you uh, what are you weighing in at now? Ooh. Well, people, um, me, like me, I'm a big dude. I don't look it, but I am. You hold your weight very well. Hold your weight very well. Yes, yes. I'm 374 pounds. Holy shit, you're King Kong Bundy. No, King Kong Bundy was about 425. All right. Well, you're creeping up on King Kong Bundy. No, I'm more like Kamala. Okay, you're Kamala. All right. So anyway, you're you're sitting in there three. What did you say? Three sixty. Three seventy four point eight. Three seventy four point eight. And your commitment. Oh, you know what? So 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 basically, let's round it off and make it so much simpler. It's three hundred and seventy five pounds. All right, and your commitment to us is what? By the twelfth of August, I hopefully. If everything goes well and I do everything well with help from DK, my family, and friends, I will be down to 305. 305. That is amazing. And you know what, Al? Uh, Close only counts in horseshoes, 
hand grenades in nuclear war. We got to get you there. So what, like, just in curiosity, I personally, I'm not overweight where I need to lose that much, but I also need to get in shape. Um, Well, it's that time of year. As much as I am, you know, passionate about playing hockey and whatnot, I want to eat right. We got good fruits and vegetables coming out this time of year. It's beautiful weather. We want to get out and exercise. I mean, I want to participate too. Uh, what what is the agenda? What not just like I'm going to starve myself? What, no, I'm going to watch you doing? what I eat. Okay, I'll explain. Uh, in the morning time, I'll probably get up, have a cup of coffee, a bowl of oatmeal, um, take my vitamins and my medicine, which I have been neglecting to take my medicine uh, for my uh, water retention. I believe I'm saying this everything, but you know what? Screw it. Let's do it. Let's get uh, rid of that water retention. Let's push that right out the door. That's true. Uh, because of the water retention, I have edema in my legs. So my legs swell up and they all get, you know, but it's hard for me to walk. So I'm thinking, you know, and a couple of days ago, I got up. I went to bed early for a change, like 930. Got up about 630, 7 o'clock. Took my, my medicine, my vitamins, and whatever. Had a cup of coffee and an oatmeal, an oatmeal. And I said, wow, okay, I feel a little energized. Let me see what I could do. So because of my weight and because of my knees, I have to do cheer exercises. That's all right. Nothing wrong I, with that. No, no, not at all. So I did a Diamond Dallas Page, baby. Diamond Dallas Page. Exactly. I have a book called uh, No Excuse uh, Exercise. Where basically, they start off for you in a chair. You do leg lifts. You can run in place. You could be sitting down and running in place, and that's a cardio. You could then use a resistance band, which is another thing, which is, which is so much easy for me to get. You know, I put it around the uh, pipes of the radiator, and I actually pull like this. Yes, I use resistance bands. Yes, yes. You you can tie them anywhere. You can put them under your foot. You can put one under your foot and pull it up. Right, right, right. And and there's different levels. There's low, medium, high, extra high, and extra, extra high. Extra, extra high. Right. Now, the medium is about, uh, let's see, the low is about like maybe two Medium is about five pounds. Um, the heavy, I think it's about like fifteen. Well, now you're getting heavy. Yeah, now right. you're getting heavy. Yeah, and then and and the next one is the extra one is twenty five. Yeah, and then on top of that, I think there's a forty. It goes up. Uh, but, but you, I have you, you, you don't need the heavy weight. You, you need the repetition to get the flexibility. Right, right. right. Yeah. And what you do is you start off. See, you could use the resistance to build up your body. You don't need to go to a gym. No, what God, you need, no. What you, what you need to do is buy a whole set of resistance bands. You can get them on Amazon.com. Amazon. Amazon. 
but uh, actually, uh, I got it from Amazon. It, it came with the low, medium, high, and then the extra high. And I found the extra, extra high, another plug for a, a, a store, five below. They had it for five dollars. I was go. like, holy crap. I was like, you know, and I have an, a yoga mat. And I've been, you know, curious about a, a, a program. Like using that, like uh, Pilates? Um, no, no, no. I'm looking into being into yoga. yoga. At one point, one point in my life, when I was younger, I could put my leg sitting down on my butt. I could put my. I used to be able to put my leg behind my head. <laughs> now the other thing you're doing too. Don't don't cheat people out of this. People that oh, want to. No, no, no. People I, that want to get doing, moving. People that want to do stuff. You're also walking. Yeah, simple things. If you can't go outside, the simple thing to do is if you have a chair, you could walk inside. What you do is you sit down. If you can't stand up or walk and just move your legs up and down and, you know, with your hands, that's moving excellent. Like you're walking. Excellent. And that is actually works your cardio and your upper, upper body. I, I knew all this beforehand, all of this, all of but this. you never put it into action. Yes, I did. Uh, before I met you, and before I, uh, another story, but another story for another time. But before I met you and before I met my wife, um, I, let's just say, there was a woman that, that um, used to, well, how do you say, used to be the fiance of my friend who passed away. Oh, and you were, there, you, you, you there, were the rebounder. Was, you were the rebounder. Well, basically, yes. Okay. Let's just put it this way. She was in the, into that movie, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, well, she was spanking your ass. No, I never got a chance to do that. Oh. Long story short, it, it didn't want to work out. Uh, but I worked out for two months. In two months, I cut out drinking soda. So wait a I minute, lost, though. Forget yeah. the soda. What the people want to hear it is for two months. You were you you were you were you were like da 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 da. No 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 da, 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 da. no. I and was you were very, hoping was very, that she was going to take that feather thing and whip your ass. No no. I got other things, but let, let's not get into that. That's the past, and that's the past. This is not the Disney Channel. Al, I want to know. She was going to clamp you down, and no, you needed... No, she, she wanted me... We, we, even had, uh, we even had certain things, uh, but she wanted to be the Christian Grey, and I was going to be the uh, Alexandra, whatever her name is. Yes! Oh, my God, yes! Exactly. But it didn't work out because... She changed the contract that we had, but that's that's that. You got to stick to the contract. Yes, but she's in real life. In real life, she's a paralegal, but I, uh, that's all I can say. Who the fuck cares what she does in real life, Al? Uh, tie me down. She, she, you wouldn't think that she was a freak, but she was a freak. 
I never got her to see the freaky side of her, but I knew she was. You Um, never, you know, you never know when you meet someone. You know, you might just be into a a, a very boring, uh, well, I don't find it boring. Any kind of sex is good, but, you know, a very boring night of sex. Or I, I, I can give you an example. Uh, another story. Yes, people were having different stories, and hopefully we'll get to the other stories. But um, when I was younger, I met this woman, and I was a little bit nervous because she works for the United States government. And um, but CIA. No, she worked for the Department of Justice. Department of Justice. Uh Uh-oh. But that's all I'm going to say. Uh, She's probably watching you as we speak. Yes, exactly. Uh, But, you know, that's that. You know, I can't... It didn't want to work out, or I forget how it... Nothing ever works out with you, Al. Hey, I'm married now. Uh, Look, I've been married for 18 years. But years ago, if I lied on my back and that girl said, I'm going to do this, that, or the other thing, I was like, you go right ahead as long as you don't break it. As long as you don't break it. That's all I'd say. All right, kids. (laughs) We've had a fun pre-show. But listen, we need you. We we really, really need you uh, to encourage Al. Uh, in, in, in in this uh, venture that he's going on. Yeah, I know I am. Ladies and gentlemen, Please. I I just want to uh, I just want to mention to everyone that uh, uh, tonight's show is brought to you by the beer fund. Simple. It's not Budweiser, it's not Coca-Cola, it's not Taco Bell. It's the beer fund. Over at CaveCrewRadio.com. And if you're enjoying what you're listening to or what you're watching, uh, please throw a dollar in the beer fund. And um, you'll hear more about it later. The beer fund, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? Especially with the beer fund. Now, here's what. My weight loss, I want to hear people's stories if they have lost weight and how they lost weight. How can they tell DK? How would they tell me about their stories? Where would they send any information if they wanted to, to, to you know, give me support? Like, tell me their stories. CaveCareRadio.com or CaveCareRadio at gmail.com. Write us. We'll hear you. Um, Al, I forgot to say I am so amiss over this, by the way. Uh, thanks to Jane44, Austin, and Devil Hunter three 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 for donating to the beer fund. Wow, interesting. Um, cool. Anyway, we've got a show to do for these uh, these fine people. Uh, this is a segment we usually do every week. It's called Al reads the news, and uh, here we go. Hot off the press, it's time for the news.
What do we got in store this week, Al? Well, Al, we got, uh, well, Al, oh my God, yes. Well, TK, we got a few stories here. And speaking of stories, here's a weird one. Giant penis mural to be painted over after stiff resistance from locals. It's a five-story mural of a blue penis. Take a look at this thing. (laughs) I love it. Okay. I wish I lived that. Could you imagine living on one of those fucking? Listen, look, look across the street from that picture. Those are luxury condominiums, and those people are are going to sit on their balcony to have their morning coffee, and they're looking at a giant fucking blue penis. I wonder if the smoke coming out would be like the the squirt of the cum, you know, like the. (laughs) But look at. Look at the nice apartment buildings across the way. They're not and cheap. No, especially they're in Stockholm. Stockholm. Okay, they're in Sweden. Stockholm, Sweden. Yes. Sweden. And speaking of Swede, hmm, I wonder whatever happened to Eric the Swede. Eric the Swede. Yeah. Big shout outs to Eric the Swede. We love him. Well, the piece was by done by an artist called Carolina Walkholt. Was for up for only one week before neighbors began to take action. The company that owned the block, Atrium, oh, I can't even spell it last name, something Lungingberg? Lungingberg. Like, I don't know how you say it, but I tried. Sorry, people. The, the local paper offered Latinant that they received multiple complaints. Culture and art are important in developing interesting and urban environments. Uh, The uh, marketing manager for the uh, area. According to the Guardian, of course we care about artistic freedom, but at the same time, we must respect neighbors' opinions. Uh, They added that they would let the penis remain for a short amount of time so others can enjoy the art before it got painted over. That is a beautiful penis. Now, again, Al, I want you to, I, I am, if, if I walked out on my balcony and I saw a penis that, that large, I, I, you know, it would probably excite me. I, I, I don't know what I'd do. But imagine these people. That is a beautiful condominium across the street. And they are overlooking oh, a did giant. You see the other, did you see the other pictures? They actually did a. A, a giant red penis covering a wall of an apartment building on Broom Street in New York City. So what? There, there must be a purpose or a cause uh, to this giant cock. Maybe they, maybe they're rising to the occasion to help out. Maybe something with penises. I don't Pros- know. Maybe prostrate. But it- Prostrate cancer? I don't know. No, no, no. That would have been interesting. But I wonder if the blue penis was blue balls and the red penis was the cancerous one. Hmm. Could be. Blue balls. Bad trip. Masturbate people. I've I've been an advocate of it for years. Grab your hank and wrap around it and whip it off. Well, 
Um, they, Another uh, story. So Another wait a minute. Story. Before you go to the other story, what the fuck are they doing with the giant blue? How are they going to cover that? That is they, that is they the. They painted over it. They painted over it. It's already gone. It's that gone. blue penis. There you see it, folks. Disappeared. They castrated it from it, the bills. It's gone. We just got it rid of it. Gone. All right. Next story. Okay. Next story. This is what really. Funny story, actually. Okay, what was that? Okay, that was weird. Weird, weird, (laughs) funny. Yeah, it was weird. Okay, cops fired after blaming missing half a ton of pot on stoner mice. Yes, you heard right. Cops got fired after they blamed a half a ton of missing pot on mice. A half a ton of marijuana. That's that's a lot of marijuana for a mouse to uh, partake in. Yes. Okay. A judge tried to weed out the truth. <laughs> funny, funny. What a... Oh, <laughs> God. Even, this whole thing, man. What a ratty thing to do. Blaming mice. <laughs> uh, mongrels. Yeah. Blaming mice. For a thousand pounds of missing marijuana. That's the dubious excuse of eight police officers in Argentina. Eight of them. Yeah, eight of them. Uh, gave after half a ton of pot disappeared from a police warehouse. Hmm. Hmm. Half a ton. It's a yep. lot for a mouse to take. Yes. About 13,000 pounds of bud were supposed to be in storage, but a recent police inspection revealed a thousand pounds was missing. Missing. Gone. Yep. The city's former police commissioner was ordered to explain the shot for to a judge. How do you explain this order in the court? He said him and three subordinates told the skeptical jurist the missing marijuana must have been eaten by mice. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you joking right now? Seriously, are you stoned? Could you you imagine a mouse eating half a ton of marijuana? They would be like on uh, some Elton John album. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Betty and the Jet probably. Betty and the Jets. Mm-hmm. Experts, however, sent their theory up in smoke, <laughs> saying rodents would not confuse marijuana with food. Yes. And if in the off chance they did, the mice likely would have died from the dope. Mice eat cheese. Right. But they can die from dope. And the investigators THC. have found, and they, the investigators would have found the cannabis-laden corpses. Uh, There were no mice to be found. No, basically all eight officers were dismissed from their job and will testify in front of a jury on May 4th. Did they have to pee in a jar? I don't know. They would have registered the uh, Why don't we round up the mice and see if they'll pee in the jar and see what happens? Well, but the mice, I, I, I think the mice were innocent in all of this. I believe so, but who knows? 
Who the knows? judge will then decide if mice. Eight How are you cops. The judge will then decide if the drugs are missing due to uh, experience or neglect. Gone. Experience. Yes. Cement gone. shoes. And they're gone. The mice Complete are gone. gone. Buried. Yep. Never to be heard from again. Yeah. Fantastic story. I hope those oh. guys. I hope those guys rot in hell. Blaming poor mice. Mice get a bad rap. But hey, I got something. Do you like for your hot fajitas? Do you like fajitas? Yeah. Do you like fajitas? I love I like fajitas. fajitas. Do you like fajitas? I love fajitas. Fajitas are one of the things that uh, uh, Melissa and I used to go every weekend before we had our kid, who's now going to be 14. Uh, we used to go every weekend, and we'd have two-for-one fajitas. And, oh, nice. so good. So well, good. Here's, here's a story. Tijuana, south of the border. Holy guacamole. Holy. And jail. Yes. Holy guacamole. Man jailed. Man jailed. 50 years. Oh, no. Do you really? We don't need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? I have no okay. idea. I think that's the... Uh, well, okay. Well, here's what it is. Someone cut it. Someone passed wind. Yes. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. I don't know. I'm right here, Al. I'm right here talking to you about fucking guacamole uh, fajitas. And I do have to tell you, one item I hate on my fajitas is guacamole. Oh, I love guacamole. I hate guacamole. It's oh, disgusting. I like, do you do you, do you like do you like uh what is it avocados? No, that's guacamole. No. Avocados is just an avocado. Yeah, but you just got me. You were trying to catch me in a catch uh, 22. I don't like avocados. I don't like guacamole. Okay, well, let me finish this story. Well, go ahead. But you're the one that said I didn't know what avocados were. No, I said, do you know what avocados were? Yes, Yes, guacamole. And it's gross. It's gross. I'm going to make a bowel movement in my pants right now. I don't hear anything. Oh, God. Oh, jeez, man. Oh, 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 my God. Damn, man. I'm in I'm in New York, man. I can smell it from here. Oh, damn. Guacamole gas. You ever dated a woman that ate guacamole and they cut a fucking burner in the middle of the night? Holy fuck. No. Anyway, what's the story? The story goes, a man is jailed for 50 years for a million dollar fajita. That's a long time. He stole more than a million dollars in fajitas over the course of nine years. And how do you do that exactly? I have no idea. A a former juvenile detention center employee has been jailed for 50 years after stealing, are you ready for this? Yes. $1.2 million worth of fajitas over a period of nine years. Okay. 
So you 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 basically once a day, not uh, even pop a fajita in your in your coat pocket. How does one steal that many fajitas, though? I have no idea. But basically, this person, Gilberto Escamilla, Roberto. I love how you did that. Roberto! Roberto! Escamilla! Well, he's 53 years old, arranged for the deliveries of the... Um, all right. Sorry about that, people. My uh... Roberto Escamilla. 53. He arranged the deliveries for the Mexican meal to the Giuliano Detention Center, where he worked. But he would sell them on himself the same day. He was caught out last August when he took the day off to go and get a medical appointment. So um, what I'm assuming is, is, is he's he's ringing it in the till, yes. you know, ding 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 ding, another fajita. He's collecting the money, uh, but he's not turning it into the proper authorities. Yep, and another time, and another time, uh, he was caught last August. What the hell is going on here? All right, well, basically he got caught. Uh, oh my god my computer Al what the fuck are you talking about Roberto no no, no not Roberto Gilberto 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 Escamino Escamino right but well basically what happened uh, he went to a medical appointment uh, the meat the guy, the people that delivered the meat for the fajitas, yeah, try to deliver an eighty-eight, eight hundred and eighty-eight pound uh, delivery of the meat. The uh, center wow. where this the detention center is eight hundred and eighty-eight pounds of chicken or fajita, whatever fajita meat it is. Well, it's chicken, steak, shrimp. Yeah. It, it depends where you put yeah, it. It could, be, it could be, it could be anything, but. They said, we don't serve it here. That's how he got caught. So now he's serving 50 years for fajitas. Roberto Del Mina. No, not Del Rio. Oh, my God. What's no, his name? I don't know. Roberto Gil, like Gil. Yeah. Berto, like Alberto. But put the Gil in front of it. So yeah. it's Gilberto Escamina. Alberto Escamina. Right. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right. he, he, and he won't be getting out until he's dead. Because he's, he's 53 years old. So, yeah. He's dead. He's long gone. Yeah, he, yeah he, he, he's going to be gone. But right. that is my news story for today. The news stories of the week. Al reads the news. All right, we're going to take a uh, short break here. I uh, want to tell you about the Beer Fund. It's a really cool place. And also, on this break, we're going to play episode one of Bowling Ellie Karaoke. Karaoke.
Are you a fan of the Cave Crew Radio Network? Do you enjoy a good beer? What a coincidence. So do we. We here at the CCR Network are a group of independent shows. And although we enjoy every minute of the work we do, there are endless hours of hard work. Not to mention the expenses in producing and delivering these shows to you. We've set up a beer fund on the homepage. Would you like to be a partner, a supporter, a member of the cave? Well, how about going over to cavecrewradio.com and clicking on the beer fund link? Any amount helps. We will love you. Well, we love you already, but we'll love you more. Cheers. God damn it. You're right. A hip place by some stinky old alley where friends like to gather. Welcome to Bowling Alley Karaoke. DK, thanks for filling in for Ivan this week. No problem, Mel. I'm not much of a bowler, though. That's okay. We are playing the Miloski Twins. Easy win. What can I get you? Ah, I'll take a beer and a shot of gin. Give me the usual. A burger and those greasy fries. Coming up, boys. Don't tell the wife, DK. I gave you up, jump Lent. Come on, it's starting. Throw a strike, big guy. We got this. <laughs> DK, take my shot. Now, I haven't hit a pin yet. You hit the one in the other lane. Come on, DK. I got a feeling. Wait, where are you going? I got a shit, then I'm up next on the mic. The mic? Next up to sing for us, it's Al. Now I've had the time of my life. No, I've never felt like this before. Yes, I swear, it's the truth. And I owe it all to you, cause I had the time of my life. And I owe it all to you. For so long, now I finally found someone to stand by me. We saw the writing on the wall as we felt this magical fantasy. Now, with passion in our eyes, there's no way we could disguise So we take each other's hands, cause we seem to understand. The urgency 
just remember you're the one thing I can't get enough of. So I'll tell you something. This could be love because I had the time of my life. Though I never felt this way before Yes, I swear It's the truth And I owe it all So we'll just let it go, don't be afraid to lose control, oh no! Yes, I know it's on your mind, you say stay with me tonight. Well, that was interesting. I never knew you could sing. Anyway, sorry we lost to the Domblowski kids. It's the Malosky twins. <laughs> it's all right. We'll get them next time. Very, uh... Hey! Come back real soon. That's how it all started. That's right. But don't kid yourself, kids. A lot of stuff happens on the way. Next week, a replay of episode two of Bowling Alley Karaoke. It all builds into uh, quite a climax, Sal. Ooh. And we know how much climax you like. I love climaxing. Al, I got to tell you, this is one of my uh, favorite segments. We haven't done this in a while. Uh, Real, real. It's usually a movie show, but tonight we're going to talk about a television show. Oh, yes. All right. Well, uh... Danger, DK. Danger. Danger. Take it away, announcer. It's time to talk movies with two guys that know more about popcorn than the movies themselves. It's time to get our snacks. Sit back. It's time for Real to Real, a real look at the movies. Take it away, boys. My gosh, Al, we, we haven't done Real to Real for quite some time. I say about a month, month and a half. Yeah, yeah, about, about a right. month and a half. So tonight, um, I heard that uh, there was this new Lost in Space uh, this new Netflix, uh, Lost in Space. Um, and, of course, 
we both used to watch the the old one. Let's listen oh, okay. to a uh, let's listen to a little clip from the old one. Countdown minus ten seconds. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Blast off. Yes, we're taking off for the stars on a journey that no longer seems as far out and fantastic as it would have only a few years ago. A journey interrupted en route when their ship is blasted by a barrage of meteors. Battered off course, they're drawn into the orbit of a mystery planet. Robinson. Yes, Al. The Robinson family. Uh, a remake of a Swiss family Robinson. That is uh, Set us up for this here, Al. And I, I definitely have my opinions. Well, so do I. Um, the, the, the original one actually started off as a comic book called The Lost, uh, Lost in Space uh, Robinsons. Uh, and then Erin uh, Allen. Do you remember Erin Allen? He did Aaron all. Allen the, was the like, best. He he did he did. I can name you a few. He did Lost in Space. Yes. He did. Uh, what was it? Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Oh, I love that one too. Okay. Um, he did Time Tunnel. I don't know that one. Uh, well, it's about two people. And they had a time machine. It, it was it was it was an interesting concept. And they also did the Invaders, which yes. was about aliens. Invaders, right? But Lost in Space. Uh, if I had to choose two, it would be Voyage to Bottom of the Sea and Lost in Space. Yes, Voyage to Bottom of the Sea. Admiral Nelson, Captain Crane. Crane. Mm-hmm. Chip. Chip. Chip was the uh, mechanic, and Chief Sharky was oh another one. God, they were awesome. Do you remember the flying sub? Yes, it of course like a, I do. It looked, like a, it, looked, it looked like a flying manta ray. I used to love it. Listen, when, here is what brought me to bring this to our attention is I used to run home from school. Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. it was Batman and Robin uh, mm-hmm. wondering what villain would pop up, but it was lost in space. And Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Uh, oh, I love them both. And it was great. There was four seasons. I don't know how many seasons were lost in space. we got to do a Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. And they need to remake I that. Love I would like Voyage. to see that. Captain Crane. Like- Captain Crane, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Did you know, here's something uniquely, something for Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. The guy, the actor that played Captain Crane, he was the actor that played in The Fly. I did not know that. I didn't know that until a few years ago. I did not know that. Yes. Anyway, over to uh, Lost in in space. Space, yes. 
the original one was fantastic. It had camp. It had action. It had laughter. It had comedic uh, things. It, it made you believe that you are in space with them. Yes. Now, I watched two episodes of the new one. I have seen all ten. Okay. Let's not spoil any. Well, just I don't want to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil. No, 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 no. Well, let's just say this. If we start talking, there might be spoilers. Minor people. spoilers, folks. There yes, may be yes. minor spoilers along the way. Okay. Well, first of all, I did not like. Was it, was it Judy? There's Penny, Judy, Will. Well, Judy is the uh, black chick. Is it Judy? Yes. How does two white how people? Does, how do two white people have a black chick? This is the millennial thing. Unless, unless, if you remember, spoiler alert coming up, that John was in the armed forces. Yes, he was maybe, a marine. Maybe, maybe he, was, he was. Maybe he saved her. Maybe he saved her and adopted them. Adopted her. Oh, or maybe she had an affair. Or uh, he had an affair, but we don't know. Well, why would he have an affair? Well, he he was in the armed forces. Hello. All right, so maybe he did, but listen. Well, well, so, well, well that's let's not let's get into it. Yeah. It's it's Judy was is the uh, Judy is Judy the is the eldest. Penny is the middle. Will is Will the youngest is the child. Youngest. Yeah. Right. The the car the actor that plays Will in the old one was Billy Mum, who yes. went on to do a lot of other different films and TV series. He was fun. This kind this 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 new Will, I don't know. I I, I watched thirty minutes of it and I'm like, eh. see, I here's where I am with it all. I'm going to come flat out tell you what I think about it, folks. Is the character development is excellent. Um, the scenery, the uh, filming, excellent. I like yes. Major yes. West. I like Professor Robinson. I like all the characters. They're all excellent. I even like the robot. My problem is... Yes. Is in the original Lost in Space. Every week there was a alien or a a, a, a villain of some sort, yes. Yes. which yes. really really added to the show. Um, and the cappiness too. Yes. Was, think think about it. It was like Batman in space. <laughs> like I remember this one scene. When Will and Penny and Judy were walking towards this waterfall, and I thought, "Oh, this is the one where the 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 the, the plants eat them alive." Ah, and, from the old one. Yeah, and it never happened. There was excellent scary eels and dinosaurs, and. Well, what, I'm sorry, yeah, in the new one, and There's I'm dinosaurs? sorry. Ooh, I, I well, you didn't get that far yet, but oh, I'm gonna have to watch that. <laughs> it's not; it doesn't work out. A dinosaur. You need an alien. 
of yeah. some sort. Do you remember the one episode? I remember it. It was a green woman yes. trying oh, to get Dr. To get with the Smith. Pretty, right. pretty. Right, well, Dr. Well, Smith. But now, spoiler alert, people. The new Lost in Space has a female doctor. Yes. And she's not even a real doctor either. We don't no, know she... that for a fact. Was Dr. Smith real? I don't know. I, no, I think he was a spy. And he snuck onto the Jupiter. But this new um, uh, character, or, or the same character but different gender, there's a scene where you see, I think it's in the second episode, where you see she coming to this guy's aid. I'm not going to tell you much, but that's it. Uh, and removing his jacket, and it says Dr. J. Smith on it. Now, they... Well, one thing they did, Al, is they played tribute uh, to some of the other characters. I think, I, if I'm not too sure, I have to go back and watch it, but I think the guy that was <laughs> Dr. Smith was the kid that played it was billy mummy wasn't it wasn't yes it it was billy mummy yeah so they did do that okay that's what i thought it was now but here's the thing folks i I, and i'm gonna go back to it again now the character development was excellent i love the characters i it was almost like a dawson's creek to me uh, where are the like villains? It. Where where are where are the aliens? The villains? The, the well, sure we all love John Robinson and Major West and Judy and uh, we love them all. Doctor Smith, the robot, they were all major characters. We love uh-huh. them all, but every week there was an interjection of some form of character, and. That's what's lacking in the new one. Yeah, but you remember, uh, not that's changed, but The Lost in Space, they actually made a movie a couple years that ago. It was terrible, 1998, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, it was bad. Bad, this very one, bad. This one, this, this, if I had to give, a, a give a rating for that, I'd give it a one. One out of ten. Terrible. No, one out. One, no, one out of five. One out of five. Think one out of five. One out of five. Okay. One out of five. The, two out of ten. This one, this one, after two episodes, uh, two point five. I like it. I like the characters. I, I, I can't believe I watched all ten because I kept hoping there was going to be an alien of some sort my favorite part of the old lost in space was all the every week it was something and i go back and i watch them now and i still love them and yes they don't lose their things no and and you know what it's not the stuff we see today on the screen but the villains were the best. 
And, and usually the villains were a well-known actor playing yes. the villains. The same as like a Batman, Batman. or a voice. Like I said, yes, yes, exactly. Voice of the bottom well, of the sea. So that's my disappointment, Al, is, is, is not the production, uh, not the uh, the characters, I think, are all well-developed and, and, and very awesome. But you know what they were trying I to do? I in, when I this tune in to Lost in Space... I'm expecting a weekly villain. Mm -hmm. What I understood is it's getting bad reviews big time. So this might be the only season for it. But the thing is, you're right. You need to have something. But it they're making trying to make it as realistic as possible. I'm like, uh, okay, you want to make this realistic uh first of all um yeah we don't have spaceships shaped like ufos like jupiter right okay and, and can can i give another reflection of what it reminds me of and and, and, and I'm, I'm hoping to death this is true in the first year of daredevil which was a uh a netflix original yes. he looked like an ass in that black mask and then finally he came out in his actual costume yes yes so the first I'm, the last episode of the first season he became the real death there daredevil yeah the first the the one in the black costume believe it or not that's how he started out as looked he, like he an ass it was boring Mm-hmm. Um, and then also in the comic book, they went from being the black piece of poo-looking character to a yellow and and red character, and then they changed it to the you know as the marooned Daredevil. Yes, and once he became that character, it became somehow interesting. So you think they're going to try to do this with uh, Lost in Space and try to have I, uh, villains, hopefully alien villains in the next one? My only hope, Al. It's 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 my only hope for the success of this. As far as I'm concerned, it's just another boring drama. But you like the character building, so it's, I don't though. I. I, honest to God, if they continue with what they're doing next season, I will not watch it. Do you know what's a good, not to change the subject, a good, um, I think it's Amazon. It's called The Tick. <laughs> oh, that's what we should, that's what you should, we should review next time. The Blue Tick. All right, well, let's get that on Real to Real. But as far as things go right now, Al, um, we do have another segment. Before, Ooh. before we go away and uh, here it is come one come all gather round to hear a story step right up the choice is yours believe it or what 
or what? Al, believe it or what, there was this one time that Britain thought that spaghetti was growing on trees. In 1957, the completely legitimate, incredible BBC network had a new program called Paranorma. Uh, They were apparently pulling an April Fool's joke for the ages. They ran a short special on the Swiss spaghetti farmer explaining the careful process of cultivating and harvesting pasta. The public bought into the lie completely. But, to be fair to them, people in the United Kingdom were not all that familiar with pasta in the 1950s. The reverberations and rationing during World War II could still be felt at the local grocery store while the whole of Europe continued to rebuild. Olive oil, for example, still hadn't even made their way to most people's diets and was primarily sold in chemist shops as an aid for removing earwax. Couple, a relative of ignorance of Italian cuisine, with the reputation of Paranorma, for providing reliable news, and it's no wonder people didn't know any better. According to editors of the segment, the whole plan hinged on the voiceover provided by Richard Dimley, a broadcaster and news anchor highly respected by the public. The story's producers were even afraid to ask him to come in and do the stunt, but after reading the script, he loved the idea. By the 1960s, immigration was on the rise, eventually bringing exotic dishes like spaghetti and meatballs to Britain and putting an end to the spaghetti harvest prank. And Al, I place this before you and everyone else to believe it. Oh, what? What? Wow. That's Wow. I wouldn't even think spaghetti is a meatball to be an exotic dish. You know, I'm thinking if in the 60s, I would think like uh, chicken masala from, masala. from uh, or, or tiki masala from masala. India because because they're, you know, they had a lot of British Indians yes. from India come over. So yes. I don't know. I, I, we need to, you know what we need to do? From another movie, Al. From another movie, The Man Who Would Be King. Sean Connery and Michael Caine. Yes, that was from uh, India. Yes. Yes, I remember that. God. I I remember the title. I remember the actor. Um, I forget. Remember him singing on a bridge? He was like, oh, la, 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 la. Because he got cut down. And, and and Michael Caine, who was Richard Kipling, uh, survived to tell the story of the man who would. Be oh, king. see that, and then see, hey, look, we just backtracked because we were talking about Ricky Tiki Tavi about Redding Kipling. Yeah, and look at this full circle, and we didn't even know it. Full circle, we didn't even imagine we were going to reach that. Nope. 
So there you have it, folks. Uh, the British once believed that, that, that spaghetti grew on trees and was cultivated at the allotment. <laughs> we need to ask, you know what? I wonder if Choo Stew grows spaghetti in he the may, allotment. <laughs> he may do it, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or uh, what? What? All right. We've run out of time. Oh, we're out of time before the cave crew clip and all that shit. But uh, we had a good, good show tonight. Do you think we can play the the cave crew clip? I can play it for you here. Hang on. Yeah, look, you know what? We need to have the the cave crew clip. Let's hear it. Here is to close us off, and we'll come back and say goodbye. The cave crew clip, and. Speaking of growing things, this one is called A Burning Heap of Black Stuff. Well, uh, let, let's let's go. Let's move on to, to some site maintenance here. The water bill has seen a considerable reduction due to lack of attendance at the site. <laughs> uh, you know, we have to address this. There's also been two deliveries of straw, straw manure, and there will be a delivery of the black stuff. <laughs> What is that, Huggis? <laughs> you can't make this up. <laughs> Stu, how much time did you put into this? This is, uh, this is false. <laughs> oh, well, well. thankfully, rubbish and sweet corn has been placed on the burning heap. <laughs> and volunteers are still urgently required. So what the fuck are you doing on the show? They need you between lot 72 and 78. (laughs) This is funny shit. What the fuck is the black stuff, Stu? (laughs) I I, I think he keeps that locked in his little drawer in the office. Okay, but wait a minute. Straw manure... And the black stuff. <laughs> Live from plot 68. <laughs> no, it's like you... I just snorted. It's... Oh, oh, Lord, please help me. I'm going to have a heart attack on the air. Um, I can't breathe. Um, <clears throat> okay, straw manure. That's something we don't have in my parts of the land. Oh my! God. I take it, you know, you take the cow shit, you mix it in with with, with some straw. Straw, it's like whole shit mixed with straw. <laughs> okay, it's all biodegradable. Yeah, what is black? Is is black stuff like code for like slaves? Yeah. What is the black stuff? <laughs> and the sweet corn, I just don't fucking get. It. Well, well, there's rubbish, which is garbage, and sweet corn. So it's all like papers and trash and some corn. Why not? It's thrown on a burning heap. What's the burning heap? It's like the burning heap. You know, like the place. If you've got any old timber. Ask what a burning heap is. It's like a burning heap. It's a heap where they burn stuff. Okay. (laughs) They burn sweet corn and the black stuff and the straw and the horse shit. I get it. And rubbish. And the kids run around wildly. And when is the next meeting? You could save this show. He wants me on the committee. Oh, please go on the committee, Stu. 
Oh, my God. I thought I was going to freaking have a coronary. And this is real. This is absolutely real. Where did you get this uh, this uh, document from, Stu? He attaches it to the fence gate. So, so they don't even use email. They have enough money to, to, to set up plots in, in a fucking fair, but they can't mail it to you. I know, I know. You do have they the mail right? <laughs> I never asked that question. I have to say, I have to say, on air, I don't think I've ever laughed as much as I did during that segment. Yeah, I kind of, hearing it, I can, I I still laugh and giggle. I'm like, what the fuck is the black stuff? And what the? We just don't understand what happens over there. But we will. I think we need to uh, let um, what's his face, uh, Stu, put up a cam, a replicant. Look, he could do it. He, he's part of the allotment. Let him do it. Put up a, a webcam or, or, or keep saying TV. He's he's going to do that, and he's going to. Uh, get us our own plot and all that stuff. But, hey, uh, listen, it's been a great yes. show. Yes, it has. Oh, my God, we're over 15 minutes. Woo-oo. But all great things, all great things come to an end. I will talk to you for a minute when we're done here. But uh, it's the end. Aww. The time has come. Destination. Distraction point.